one of the hardest things to realize and accept as a parent is uh, while you're working so hard to give your child everything they need to thrive, you may not even realize that you're hurting them. For those who are new here, I am Danielle C. Baker. I am a registered early childhood educator who specializes in effective and values-based parenting. I have over 20 years experience helping parents navigate through their realities as parents. And I just love doing this. Now, don't get it twisted. When you work with me, you're going to be putting your child's needs first. And with a topic like today, it's going to sting a little bit. So put the ego and the pride aside and let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker. And before we get started on today's topic, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to whichever channel you are listening or watching from. And of course, this is new to season two. This episode is brought to you by the Self-Esteem Doctor online academy the wonderful and beautiful dr simone alicia has amazing resources to work on your child's self-esteem self-worth and everything that comes with it confidence amazing free resources i will leave a link in the description of this episode and in the comments so that you can go and check it out it is amazing works with children teenagers and even adults. So make sure to go check her out. Now, today's topic is a tough one. Um, and it is very touchy. Now, I want to, before we, we jump right in, I really want to explain here that in the 20 plus years that I've worked with families, I have yet to meet a parent who wakes up in the morning with the intention of hurting their children. And I'm talking about families with um, domestic abuse and violence. No parent out there, despite all of the issues that they may be dealing with, wake up in the morning wanting to hurt their children. Now we're not touch talking about the heavy stuff today. We're talking about just the average family who is loving, nurturing, who came from loving, nurturing family or overcame those issues. Uh, and that, that's where it becomes difficult because we bend over backwards for our children. We give a lot of our time. We work hard to be able to buy them and give them everything that we've wanted as a child. Um, and, and so it's hard to believe that we could actually be creating emotional neglect uh, to, uh, for our children. We were kind of inflicting that on our children. Now, an emotional neglect is a tough subject to, to deal with. And so um, there will be some triggers for some of you. It may bring back some old memories. So just take it um, as far as you can take it as well. I'm not going into big details, but it's still, it's still a sensitive topic. Um, the reason why this subject is so delicate is because we never want to believe that our child could be suffering from emotional neglect. And we definitely don't want to believe that we could be the ones that are responsible for this emotional neglect. Now, uh, the reason why this happens, and it's really not our fault. I always start by saying this. It's not our fault. Uh, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're not taught how to do it. We're not taught the right things. And neither were our parents, neither were our grandparents and great grandparents. This is a generational thing. So we believe that we're giving our children love and infection. 
but we're not giving them the love and affection that they need. Uh, we give them the love and affection that we believe is love. We all have our love languages, but we're not actually paying attention to what they need in love and affection. And each child is different. So there is no textbook uh, or magic formula for this. <laughs> so the symptoms of emotional neglect can very much go undetected because we believe we're giving our children everything they need when in fact they may be needing something different from us. So this episode will deal with the invisible symptoms that you may see. And um, we're only gonna really deal with this, the, the symptoms. The consequences will be a different episode because that takes a bit of time as well. Um, so be sure to check that out when it does come out. Um, most of the time, children are uh, subject to emotional neglect because the parents don't understand their role as parents. And this is what I was saying. It's not our fault. We don't know. We don't know any better. Um, we've been getting the wrong, we've been getting it wrong for generations. So it's really not our fault. Uh, ignorance has a, a huge play in this. And um, now I'm going to be taking that ignorant part out. So it'll be up to you after this, what you want to do. At this point, it will be a choice. So be sure to pay attention. Um, it is a big factor. We don't know that we're neg neglecting our children. And um, <clears throat> it's really not our fault because even the great theorists, psychologists uh, who study human behavior and human development. Uh, Maslow is one great theorist that we study a lot in early childhood education that has a pyramid of what is needed to be able to achieve all the different levels of maturity um, from ch ch children to adults. And um, the very bottom of the, the pyramid, the base of it is the basic needs as being fed, being clothed, uh, shelter. And then the second level is that sense of safety and security. So without those two first layers of the pyramid, we are not able to get into social, healthy social interactions, uh, cognitive development, to, to use our brain the way it's meant to be used. And it goes even further up into morals and values. Um, and so without the first two pillars, the first two layers of the pyramid, we can't achieve the higher levels. And so we put a lot of emphasis in early childhood education on the basic needs fed, uh, you know, as uh, sheltered and the, that having that sense of, of safety and security. Now, where we go wrong in all of this and where we've been going wrong forever, and it's totally normal because now we're talking about survival. Um, is we attach those levels to materialistic things. So food, shelter, uh, safety and security means, okay, we have a house, you're safe. I'm here to defend you if you need to, we're safe. Uh, the issue here is when uh, children are born, uh, they don't know the material world. They don't, they're not aware of the material world. Uh, all they have are emotions and they're not able to express those. They don't know how to handle these emotions. So the sense of safety and security does not come from an actual building or from an actual person, a body that's there to protect you, but it only comes through love and affection. And this is where the mistake happens because um, even the law, tells us that we need to feed and shelter our children. It, there's nowhere in the law that says that we have to love our children. Uh, children's services, I'm not gonna come into your house and grab your children because you're not loving your children. Uh, 
so there's a there's a flaw there but for a child the only way they're ever going to feel safe around people and safe with themselves is if they get the proper love and affection that they need not that what you think you need so this is where it gets complicated um so when we look into this uh it, it gets really big um I'm going to start listing some risk factors here uh, and what the risks are that could lead to emotional neglect. And when I go through this list, you may start seeing patterns of uh, your childhood. <laughs> and you might start understanding where your issues come from, where your traumas come from. So again, take it uh, slowly and uh, take it uh, the way that you can do it. Um, what we have to understand is emotional neglect has a direct impact on your personal identity or a child's personal identity, who they are. Am I lovable enough? Am I worthy? Uh, you know, who am I? If we're not giving them that sense of security, love and affection, they're not going to understand who they are. Um, it also has a direct impact on their future behaviors and habits. Uh, so a, a child who suffers from emotional neglect at a very early age could have the potential of becoming an emotionally unbalanced adult if the issues are not addressed or corrected along the way. Um, we could have somebody that could be uh, slightly unstable. So an emotional neglect can take many forms because each child is different and each child needs love and affection in a different way. They need their safety in a different way. So it doesn't mean... Um, that the parent is not providing love and affection to their child. It just means that they're not uh, providing the love and affection that their child needs. And this is the biggest blind spot as parents. Hence the reason why I got the title for this. Uh, this is a big blind spot. We do everything uh, to, for our children the way we think is the best way, the way we're told by specialists, by theorists, by academics. Um, and if you don't go that way, you're also going to just parent your child the way you want it to be parented. Uh, either you you had a happy childhood, you love the way your parents raised you and you want to do the same, or you know what you don't want to do with your children and you do that. So you're not actually addressing their needs. You're addressing your needs. And this is, this is where it gets sensitive. Um, it's all about uh, the love that your child needs. So you got to keep um, keep that in mind because we're looking into risk factors of you're too busy to take on your parental duties fully. So you're working overtime at work to be able to pay for hockey lessons um, and separation or divorce issues where the parents are like, well, it's half, half, you should be showing half. No, each parent needs to be showing up fully to give the child a sense that they are worth people's time, they are important in people's lives, and if they see you working all the time, if you're too busy, no matter how much you explain it, all the children are going to hear is, I'm not important enough for my parents to make time for me, so keep that in mind, that's a hard one to, to accept as well. Um, nobody has time, we have to make time. So, you know, if you have a, a golf tournament or a golf game that you want to go to, you've got tickets to a concert you've always wanted to see, your child is going to see that. They're not going to understand that you need time for yourself. They're just going to see that that's more important than they are. So keep that in mind. Um, 
a lot of the times uh, parents overwork, they're too busy to be able to pay for the stuff they want to give their children. And now they feel guilty. So they will show their love through gifts, uh, you know, give them everything that they want, take them on big trips. But again, children don't see that they only see that that trip was important. But throughout the entire trip, you are stressed because you're spending too much money. The kids are tired. You overscheduled the trip because you want to get your money's worth. Now the kids are tired and now they're unappreciative, you know, ungrateful and just adding on to the sense of I, I there's something wrong with me. My parents don't love me. And uh, that is that is neglect. Um, there are many versions of emotional neglect, uh, but the result is always the same. So no matter how emotional neglect shows up in a child's life, the results are the same. They're going to have a sense of abandonment. They're going to feel abandoned. Uh, their loved ones, the ones who are there to care for them, are not there for them. And they're going to feel unsafe. They're not going to feel safe. And now we're falling right at the bottom of the Maslow pyramid. And uh, those two things, feeling abandoned, not feeling safe, is a form of abuse. This is the huge trigger. You're working your butt off to love your child, to show your love to your child. But it's actually abuse. And that's a really tough pill to swallow. So I'm not accusing you of anything, but this is where it stings. We have to be aware. We don't even know that. We're not taught that. But in any way, shape, or form, when you're making your child feel unsafe, um, it is a form of abuse. And of course, now nobody's teaching us this, right? So how are we supposed to know? Don't feel guilty about this. We don't know, but now you do know. So it's time to make some changes. There's some characteristics in a emotional neglect victim. Now there's... Um, those are the kind of the same characteristics for other things. So, you know, it doesn't mean that that's exactly what it means. It doesn't mean that the child is emotionally neglected if, if the personality shows up that way. But those are kind of little things to look out for. Uh, a lot of the times emotionally neglected children are oversensitive. Um, they're very sensitive to if you raise your tone of voice, there's a little bit more movement around them. Uh, if they feel like they're going to be left alone somewhere, uh, they're very sensitive to that. Uh, they overthink and overanalyze everything, especially every little gestures. They kind of look for things and little things that we take for granted. Um, they're going to feel this is not it doesn't mean that that's what your intention is, but they are going to feel like um, the adult's actions feel like abuse, but there are no words and there are no physical um, violence towards it. So they don't, they get confused. They don't understand what's happening, but they, it just doesn't feel right. Um, so this is kind of the mess that we're in. And, and most families will see their parental role as um, providing the basic means and the materialistic wants. Um, so they'll provide food, shelter. Uh, you want to play hockey? Okay, you want to play soccer? Okay, so we're providing all of these things, but they're not actually putting the emphasis on love and affection because we believe that doing all of these things is our way of showing love. Um, so... A lot of the times you may find yourself saying, well, of course I love them. Look at this. I look at everything I'm giving you. Look at everything that you have. Look at all the toys that are on the floor. Look at all the activities that we're doing. Of course I love you. 
this is something that may come through your mind often, but for a child, that's not how they're seeing it. And I'll take it even a step further when I say that we focus on the, the materialistic stuff, the basic needs. Um, even the law, it doesn't say that you have to love your child. It says you have to feed them. You have to keep them safe. You don't have to love them. Um, child services will never come to your door um, to, uh, <laughs> to grab your child because you're not loving them enough. Uh, so we don't see that as, uh, as a problem. Our actions should show our love. And uh, that's not always the case. So even though it's not a law or it's not seen as a parental role to give our children love and affection, we have to remember that uh, parents have a moral obligation to help their children when they are suffering and emotional neglect, not getting the love and affection that they need the way that they need it is a form of suffering. So that's where we twist it. Um, and say, well, it is our duty to provide love and affection to our children. So it's a moral issue more than a lawful issue. <laughs> now we're gonna drive, we're gonna we dive right into the symptoms. Uh, like I said, a lot of those symptoms are gonna come up undetected because we believe that we're giving the love and affection that we our children need. And so we may not see those red flags. So keep an, uh, an eye out for those. Now, it doesn't mean that that's exactly what it means. Uh, those same uh, symptoms could mean something else, but there are definitely red flags. Uh, like I said earlier, the common denominator in this is the feel, uh, um, the fear, they feel fear and they feel abandoned. Um, that is often a symptom. Um, they don't understand what's happening around them. They're, they they feel confused. Like I was saying earlier, the adult's actions feel like abuse, but it doesn't match our definition of abuse with verbal and physical or um, psychological abuse. Uh, so they're really confused. And then when they get confused like that, there's like, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm not lovable enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not worthy of your time. I'm not worthy of your attention. Um, so the, those are the issues. Um, we have to understand if you're still not quite understanding what the big deal is here is that parents are the sole source of comfort to children. The sole source of comfort. Um, so if you're not showing up, if they're not getting it from you, they're not getting it at all. It's not going to be the teacher. It's not going to be the grandparents. It's not going to be auntie and uncle. It's you. So when you're going through some stuff and you're, you're kind of passing your child along to somebody else to care for them, yes, it does help. It's better than not giving them anything at all, but they're still not getting it from you. They're still getting the abandonment issues. Um, they're still getting that fear and that uh sense of i'm not worthy for my parents these other people are showing up but my parents are not showing up um so keep that in mind that is a hard pill to swallow as well um you can't just pass that love on to other people so uh it's tough and uh, that was one of the hardest thing for me working with parents working with families working with children seeing as a third part as an observer what was happening um, made it very difficult for me looking into what I was doing with my children. I, I, that sense of guilt was so strong um, and uh, you can't beat yourself up for it when you, you didn't even know 
there, there's some things that you can change. Every child will feel emotional neglect in their own way. So like I said, there's no textbook that's going to really help you. It can help you, but you need to figure out who your child is first. And if you're not spending enough time with your child, you won't know who your child is. So you got to pay attention to that. Uh, what you think may be nothing. It could be everything to your child. So you can't just assume that um, your child is overreacting. Um, fear and, and abandonment will always be the common denominator. So keep an eye out for that. That is definitely the red flags. And again, I'll, I'll list some more red flags before I, I wrap this up. Uh, the fear of being alone could be, especially in the younger years. Uh, now, they could just be their personality. But that fear of being alone is that sense of uh, insecurity. They don't feel safe. So keep a lookout for that. Um, there's difficulties with social interactions or making friends. Again, that could be due to something else. But it does show up uh, when there's emotional neglect involved. There could be some challenges with language skills in the early years just because they don't know how to express their emotions. Parents are the ones who are supposed to show them how to take that time through their actions, how to express their emotions. So if there's emotional neglect there, they're not getting that education. Uh, they could be aggressive and violent behaviors. Uh, they're just their frustrations and, and this guilt that they're feeling and that fear that they're feeling comes out through aggression. They could be difficulty expressing, um, expressing emotions. Like I mentioned before, they're not taught how to, so they won't know how to they could show signs of uncontrollable uncontrollable rage. They go from zero to 100 in a snap. Again, that has to do with all of this emotional baggage that they're carrying. Um, most of the time, it could be your emotional baggage. So keep a lookout for that as well. They won't, uh, they're going to have a really hard time trusting people uh, in their early years and as adults as well. So that is definitely a definite sign of emotional neglect. They could be shy, timid. They could have low self-esteem again, just because of their self-worth, their personal identity has been, um, compromised, uh, through the emotional neglect. So be careful with that. There's a lot to take in. And there's so much more that I could say that these are just the symptoms. This is just understanding our role as a parent and how we could be hurting our child without even knowing it. Um, so again, if you want to know what the consequences are long term, uh, what will happen if, if we don't address this, these issues right away, uh, check out the next episode, uh, it'll be coming out soon. And so I will leave you with a last message. Um, and, and, and how we see our role as a parent, and this is the most important part. Um, it's like, as I was saying, most of us believe that our role is to feed them, make them safe, uh, make them feel secure. But you have to understand that in order for your child to have a healthy well-being and to know how to manage their mental health later on uh, down the road, uh, giving them affection and love is just as crucial as feeding them. So if you put a lot of emphasis, it's important to feed my child. It's important to make sure my child is eating well. Well, it's also important that your child receives the love and affection that they need from you. So if we could just make that little adjustment in our way of thinking as a parent, uh, it changes everything. It makes it a lot clearer to take that time. So hug your children, give them little kisses, you know, talk sweet to them, tell them how important they are, but don't just tell them, show them 
how important they are to you. So when you're with them, put the phone away. Don't even have it on you or turn down the notifications so that they don't hear the little beeps and boops and everything else. Uh, because that is a constant reminder of them that you should be doing something more important. So those are little things that can help you today. Just think of love of infection as food for your child and um, give, give them your time and affection. Show them that they are important. Hug them. You're not spoiling them. They're little kids. Uh, you're not spoiling them. Uh, it, it evolves as they grow, of course. But we have to get that out of our, our mind that... Um, we're not spoiling them, we're actually educating them. So I hope this helped. Don't forget again to, uh, to check out Dr. Simone Alicia's Self-Esteem Doctor Online Academy. She has great resources to help build up your, your child's self-esteem and confidence. And uh, if you have any questions, any concerns, you can always reach out to me. And once again, don't forget to like, subscribe and follow whatever channel you're listening or watching from. And until then, stay safe, stay awesome. And we'll talk soon.